Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver and Gold! Coming to the ring from parts unknown at a combined weight of 853 pounds, Piccolo and Dr. Zong! <laughs> Welcome to Silver and Gold, Daddy. I'm the Loaf, and with me, Dr. Zom. What'd you think of that sneeze sound effect? I heard it loud and or clear. <laughs> Luckily, Shit. I can edit you out whenever I want. Yeah. But I like, won't, because I'm lazy. That's, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> uh, welcome to another episode of this glorious program me um, that you've grown to ignore in one way or the other. Um, this week on this show, we are going to talk about a couple of Davey Mac choices, um, both available on Amazon Prime Now video, if anybody ever wanted to watch and watch along. Uh, the final option from 1982, or it's also called Who Dares Wins, um, and Ronin from 1998. I had never seen Ronin, so I was uh, it was pretty cool, Daddy. And we'll get into those soon. Mm-hmm. How are you, Zom? Um, I, I stirred. I'm awake. I uh, hibernated. Uh, it's just... Uh, yep. Yeah. Sleepy sleep. It's kind of neat having weekends off. I'm still kind of adjusting. You're I mean, becoming a regular human. I am, kind of am. Um, I'm off at work. I'm off of work at six now. Granted, my my drive right now just kind of sucks ass. So, if pretty uh, soon you'll be shaving off your mustache, wearing collared shirts and khakis, no. and I wore I wore wrestling I wear wrestling shirts to work. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, they don't care what you wear. I mean, as long as you're not wearing like uh, Three's Company Jack style Daisy Dukes, you're good to go. Come and knock on a door. <laughs> Why did they throw cocaine all over Big Poppy? I don't know why they it was the it was that the bag that the pitchers use the the rosin bag yeah I don't know somebody it looks like, like they did a big bag of blow <laughs> in its face that was a weird thing to toss on somebody when you when you're celebrating oh. I was I was expecting to see him rubbing his eyes and shit he'll probably go blind he'll get like <laughs> trachoma like Strangler Lewis thanks a lot jerk he's gonna bat one thirty the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he'll go up to bat now and he'll just be like <laughs> winking and <laughs> what an shit. asshole. Uh, so yeah, I, I been I got a desk finally at work and I've been I've been putting Whee! putting toys on it and wasting money buying oh, records. You're getting like a are you are you creating like a uh, a shrine to let other people know like what what you're all about? Well, not really. Like I have. Uh, like a dildo up there. Yeah, that's pretty much it. 
<laughs> dildo, and then I just like shit in a mug, and I just leave that sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Um, right restroom. <laughs> yeah, they are very close to each other, so I could just sneak in the other. Yeah, um, no, just don't even sneak. Put on a dress and walk right into one. Oh, I can't do that here. I could be arrested. Oh, that's right. Yeah. God damn it. How are you going to molest any kids? I don't know. I don't that's know. I've, I've got to come up with a new technique, I think. Mm. Yep. Just use your charisma. <laughs> hey, how are you? Then I won't even need to get them to the bathroom. I'll just do it in front, in front of everybody, and they'll think it's great. Well, yeah, it, because of the, um, because of the uh, social, uh, what do you call it, uh, God damn it. What do they always say? Stigma? Whatever. No, 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 no. Where they try and remake, they're trying to turn society, social engineering. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Social engineering. You'll, you'll just, before he gets out of office, he's going to make it legal just to rape kids. <laughs> I can't like wait. You can do it like right in front of their parents. I love this state. Love it. But only if they're white. Oh, yeah, definitely. Got to, it has to be that way. Um. So, what have you been watching this? Wait, work. man, we've we haven't recorded in a while again, but we're we're getting the schedule hammered out. I think Sunday well, mornings seem to be the way to go. I kept thinking, you know, I really haven't watched that much, and then I started going. I was like, God damn, I watched more than I thought. Well, yeah, it's been about a few weeks. Yeah. Let's see here. Let me let me look. Let me take let me take a look here. Okay. Um, I have to polish up on my uh, Chinese. Skills uh -oh. here. Here we go. As they say in the westerns. I watched a movie directed by <laughs> Roy Hin Yung Chow. That's yeah. pretty easy. Uh, and it's based on a screen uh, screenplay. A writer is Roy Hin Yung Chow. And I I need to put some inflection in this. And Chi uh, Long <laughs> Tao. Uh, this Nailed stars <laughs> Aaron Kwok, and uh, who uh, who I like. I said last week, or not last week, three weeks ago. Janine Chun Ning Chang, Sui Fai Chong. That's it. I'm not going to say anymore. It's called uh, Murderer from 2009, or Satyan Um It's pretty good. Um, it's from the description. Hong Kong set mystery centered on a detective who has been framed for a series of gruesome murders. Yes. Well, it's sort of not like that at all. <laughs> and it's got a twist that I was like just scratching my head going, Jesus Christ, this is so fucking, this is odd. But I liked it. Dig it. Okay. Aaron Kwok. Uh, I watched... Chucka from 1967, directed by Gordon Douglas, starring Rod Taylor, Ernest, and Ernest Borg, the Borgster, Ernest Borgnine. This is one I've seen a bunch of times. It was on um, our free in demand on Comcast. Good Western. You get to see one, a classic brawl in a barn between Rod Taylor and Borgnine, where they just beat the fuck out of each other, which is pretty <laughs> cool. Dig it. Oh, I watched 2002's Kurt Wimmer's Equilibrium, starring Christian Bale. And it says starring Christian Bale and Sean Bean. Oh, yeah, come on. Okay, but it's got <laughs> Christian Bale in it a lot. <laughs> and that Tay Diggs, or whatever his name is, who sucks in just about everything. He's horrible. He was horrible in this John Travolta movie I saw, too. Uh, this one is one of those uh, gun-foo movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of matrixy. 
uh, I thought it was pretty good. It had a dog in it, which, you know, it's one of those ones where you're sitting there going, if they do something to this fucking dog. Did the dog do gun foo? Yes. Nice. And he was like, hey, Christian Bale. <laughs> Wait, why did he call him that in the movie? Didn't he have a character? Hey, reload. <laughs> I watched a documentary on Netflix called The Craze Kill Order from 2015. Uh, this is about Reggie and Ronnie Cray. And um, <clears throat> I think it's be- it came out because they put that movie out about uh, with uh, Tom Hardy. So this is kind of like... Uh, they interview a lot of uh, bad guys and people that knew him for real and just to kind of say, okay, let's kind of set the record straight here a little bit. It's pretty good. Uh, I watched another really good documentary, which I don't have down on there for some reason. Um, it's another one that's kind of a, an answer to uh, the um, – Steve Carell, Channing Tatum, Mark Ruffalo movie, Foxcatcher. It's called Team Foxcatcher. Mm. It's on Netflix. They interview uh, – they actually have Dave Schultz's wife on there and a bunch of the wrestlers that wrestled at uh, the Foxcatcher uh, sports complex on John DuPont's um, estate. And they go through all the stuff you know, leading up to and then what happened and the aftermath and everything, the, the – uh, whatchamacallit the uh standoff with the cops and all that shit it's pretty interesting i i I thought it was actually better than the movie nice uh watch resident evil uh, 2012's resident evil retribution by some hack and written by a hack uh (laughs) (laughs) this one um this one's uh, like i think after mila jovovich uh, just had had her baby, so she's not looking as slim and trim as well. She looks good. She looks okay, but you know, you know, how women are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's it's you know it is what it is. It's not great. It's it's. I don't got know that I've of, even seen past the first one of that. The first, every other one of them is good. So just don't watch anything that's a. Um, <clears throat> don't watch two, four. <laughs> oh, so even number ones are bad. Which, <laughs> What number was this? Five or seven? From what I remember, this is the last one. They're supposedly making another one right now, which is going to be the last, last one. Final chapter. Right, right, right. Until they bring out like another character or a new video game. But this one, you know, it's it's pretty crappy. It's it's worth a watch. I mean, as far as just like people fighting big monsters and doing all kinds of flips and shit. Um, it's 3D too, so like you know, you'll see like bullets coming towards a camera. Yeah, <laughs> love that. Love it. I watched another new, newer documentary on Netflix called "Welcome to Leith," and uh, this one is I I encourage people to watch this so that they can give me feedback on uh, what they would have done. Uh, this is a little town in North Dakota, little small town, and. Um, this guy decides to start buying, like an outsider starts buying property, mm-hmm. and you just have to watch it to see. But it's it's on Netflix. It's not real long, but it's um well, it's an hour and twenty five minutes, but it's pretty good, and it'll make you mad. What's it called? Welcome to Leith. L e i t h. Okay. Well, there's Team Foxcatcher. I guess I did have it down. Well, whatever. That's, uh, I watched. Leith is a big like car dealership thing here. 
Mm. Like Leaf, Leaf, uh, the Leaf family owns like a Honda and a Toyota, and yeah, they're, they're somewhere in this area. Can I poop in their bathroom if I have pumps on? Um, no. But okay, then I'm not going there. <laughs> Watched uh, 2015's David O. Russell, written and directed Joy, starring Jennifer Lawrence. Robert De Niro, Bradley Cooper, uh, Diane Ladd. Uh, it's got uh, uh, who else? It's got a bunch of people in it. Uh, Edgar Ramirez, Virginia Madsen, Susan Lucci, Donna oh, wow. Mills, uh, Ken Howard. Uh, it's got a whole bunch of people in it. It's pretty fucking. It, it's nothing what I thought it was going to be. Okay. I I must have missed all the Oscar like buzz and shit like that about this. Oh, it had buzz. Uh, I don't. I don't, honestly don't know. I never saw a trailer. I know nothing about I think it. Got nominated. Oh, really? But uh, I think I don't. I'm not sure. But it's on the cover is Jennifer Lawrence holding like a 12 gauge pump shotgun. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, this is going to be like one of those ones where Jennifer Lawrence is a cop who's a lethal weapon and she's going to explode or something like that. It's nothing. It has nothing to do with like anything like that. It's it, And the subject matter is nothing that I thought I would ever – that they could make a movie out of. Hmm. But you just have to see. It's it's interesting. It's And it's got some funny shit in it. De Niro is pretty fucking funny in it. But it's not like a straight-up comedy. Okay. Okay, I watched Deadpool again. Yeah, uh, I like Deadpool. It's pretty I picked fun. that up on iTunes. I've I haven't watched it yet. Actually, I picked up about I picked up a shitload of movies in the last couple of weeks on iTunes, and I haven't don't think I've watched any of the ones that I actually got on iTunes. <laughs> I, I've got about six uh, that I have rented, mm. and they give you like a month. Yeah. Well, some are down to about eleven days, and I figure I better get on them here <laughs> here shortly. Um, Captain America Winter, not Winter Soldier, Captain America Civil War. I'm looking right at it. How the fuck can I not see it? <laughs> Captain America Civil War. So you went to the theater? Yes. <laughs> um, I, 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 I'm not going to give anything away. Have you seen it? No, no. Okay, no, I won't say anything other than as as these movies go along, I, I, di- I dislike Tony Stark more and more and more. <laughs> and I think I'm starting to dislike Robert Downey Jr. more and more, and more because he is basically playing himself. You should watch watch like watch him like dress up as Iron Man and go help like little kids in the hospital and stuff. Well, I mean, no. You'll feel I, better about him then. I just think that his character, I mean, that his character's a dick. Maybe if another Sherlock movie came out with him. Oh, I like him in that. Yeah. So. I watched 2015. Watch uh, Adam Egoyan directed uh, movie Remember. Uh, this stars Christopher Plummer and Martin Landau, and it has Jürgen Prognau in it too. Jürgen. Uh, this is pretty good. It was not well. I don't want to say anything because it's got some stuff that uh, if I say anything, it will. It spoil something. Spoil something. It's just called Adam? Uh, no. No, Adam is the fucking director. Oh. Adam, Adam A-T-O-M-E-G-O-N. E-G-O-Y-A-N. Okay, the movie's called Remember. And it's on iTunes. It was in the new releases, I think. So what the it's, hell? It's, That's a weird name. Pretty good. Adam, A-T-O-M. Maybe he shrinks down to small oh, size. Oh, he's Egyptian. That's a weird name. I've never seen that name before. 
He probably is probably something else. And then he just, it's like when you have like Aaron Kwok, you know, his name's not Aaron. Or Armenian. He, he might, oh yeah, his name, his first name is Adam. His last name is kind of looks like his last name, but it's, I think he probably changed the spelling of it so it's easier to pronounce because yeah. I would not be able to pronounce the other one. Yeah, he's Armenian, but born in Egypt and grew up in Canada. <laughs> no, he better not try and come across the border into America. Yeah, especially like not use the bathroom. Middle Easterns in his pumps and mini dress. <laughs> uh, been watching uh, The Night Manager with uh, Tom Hiddleston and uh, Hugh Laurie. It's a Jean Lacare. Uh, kind of spy-y, intrigue mm-hmm. TV show that's on uh, uh, AMC. I think I like they Hiddleston. said six. Oh, it's this is good. It's good. I started, it's six I, I started reading. Uh, I started to keep interrupting. I, I started reading High Rise that he's in. Um, I've heard some shit about that. Yeah, Ben Wheatley directed it, and he's done some weird fucking movies. He did. Yeah. Uh, you might have. You, you've probably Witch seen and, uh, Field in England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll, I will uh, a kill list. Yeah. I think they were talking shit on it on Cult of Muscle. I think Jake was not a fan, but I, it seems like it's probably up CDR's alley. But I started yeah. the book. It's interesting so far. So anyway, Jake sorry to- has um, like his tastes are very. Uh, how should I put it? Hmm. He leans more towards explosions. Yes. <laughs> out, out of his butthole. Yeah. Well, me too. Out of Who Jake's butthole. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been watching Lucha Underground. Nice. I'm watching uh, season one. Where are you? Because I've only watched season one. Where are you in season one? I just watched season? like the 13th or 14th episode. Well, I think. I'll tell you something I don't like about season one. Okay. Okay. Mil Muertes uh, doesn't have a tan. And he wears these really gross, like blue and gray striped tights oh does he change those eventually <laughs> yeah eventually i mean like in the in the later ones you know you watch on like youtube the newer stuff he's got a tan and he's like all in black oh because i haven't these seen tights any of these look like remember the terry funk tights the long ones that look like oh, those are awful i think we yeah, talked the, about t- terry funk's terrible tights before yeah. whoa that's a tongue twister <laughs> well see i'm i'm trying to think what episode i'm only on like about episode eight or nine okay you're, you're we're about in the same place i i just uh have you seen uh alberto del rio at all no no uh, he, okay. has, he has i don't th- i don't know that he actually wrestles i think he was just kind of like there plugging something but um but you're, um, you're, you're almost there uh, then of course you know i think you had said something about listening to uh Oh, Jim Cornette, Nats podcast, yeah, he, he have, shits all over that all the time. Oh, he shits all over And then when he was shitting on it, it kind of made me mad because I'm like, okay, no matter what, it's all about entertainment. And if, if they found a niche that people like and it's successful and people are entertained by it, then, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, I, you know, on the one side, I, I, I can definitely – understand a frustration if you're not just down with the current product i mean i like old style wrestling but i do too i i'm i feel like i'm a little i'm a lot broader than that and i can appreciate other because i've always really liked lucha libre style wrestling anyway um and i bet 
I bet the guys in the '60s thought El Santo's flippy shit was just awful. <laughs> oh sure, sure. And, uh, and and I mean, I remember those guys. With, you know, would say like uh, Mil Moscaris and stuff like that. He's just you know jumping around, and you know that's not wrestling and everything. But for me, um, I just like the the fantasy kind of storylines and stuff. It's just entertaining. I think it's fun and fun. You know, oh yeah, you just that shows absurd disbelief. And I don't know. It's a Robert Rodriguez movie come yeah. to life. Um, Speaking of which, I didn't write Damien that. Damien Cuerpo. E, what a dick. Um, he's evil. <laughs> he is an asshole. Yeah. Well, he's he's human evil. But then what's her name that has Mil Muertes is like. There's, she's like supernatural. Oh, she the one that like licks people's faces. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Now, and that's another thing. In the first season, she doesn't look as good as she does now. Ooh, because now she's got the bangs and she does all black. Nice. She wears all black and everything. And uh, yeah, she's fucking hot. <laughs> Fuck her. Um, I started watching Strike Back, which is a TV show. I think on is that Showtime, um, or Cinemax? Can't remember. Um, I've only started watching the first episode, uh, and I don't want to, maybe I need to get more into it, but the first episode, I, like I said, I'm halfway through it and I wasn't super duper impressed. Hmm. So I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I probably just wasted some money. Oh, well. But that's what money's for, just to blow it away. Yeah, that's I mean, what I'm else are you going to do with it? Yeah, since I freaking sleep 90% of the time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's not true because during the week, I spend a lot of time trying to sleep. Yeah. Then it catches up to me on the weekend. When you actually have I, free time is when you can actually catch up. Yeah, when when I have free time to actually do stuff, then I'm just worn out because I haven't slept all week. So, yeah, what? Who cares? Cry, baby. Wah. Wah. Call the call the ambulance. Sam needs a nap. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been watching a lot of baseball mainly. Uh, but I did get quite a few movies in. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about. I don't know what to do with this movie pass thing that I have because I have hardly used it since I've started this job. But I think just, I, you sell it on Craigslist. Well, no, it's just a monthly membership thing. Mm. Um, I mean, I just would stop paying for it. But um, I, I just need to make myself go more. I think I, I've just been lazy about it. But I'm um, pretty sure that the Pirates could go to the World Series if they could figure out a way to poison. The Cubs water. Jesus, the Cubs are just they're a juggernaut, r- ridiculous right now. Yeah, which is kind of weird to say. Yeah, um, yeah. So the only movie I went to the theater and saw this past God, when is the last? Was it three weeks ago we recorded? How's it been that long again? Eh, um, it's when you're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> Purple Rain. I went to see Purple Rain at the theater. Oh. Um, there was only like ten people in there, which was kind of disappointed. Sad. No, I mean I, I've seen it before. I, I I like it. It's it's it's. No, ridiculous. were you disappointed that there wasn't anybody there like supporting? No, I mean like, it's. Were, I, I was hoping for a. Yeah, it was a little disappointing because that would have been it would be neat to watch that with a group of people that were kind of on board. Like Rocky Horror Picture, everybody says, like, maybe you should jump in, purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> but it seemed like. Uh, it seemed like everybody, like everybody there except for me, was just like a forty-five-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. How old are you? Close. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, you know, it was cool seeing it on the big screen. Sounded good. Um, <laughs> They're all throwing their panties at the screen. You take off your fucking old stinky fucking boxers and poop stain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the only movie I went to see at the theater. I was, uh, I let myself down. Maybe I'll go today. Um, uh, wait, no, no, no. I did see another one at a different theater, a smokier theater. Um, Batman versus Superman. Oh, I saw that. All right. I thought Batman was a dick. He's a jerk. Well, Batman's, uh, for me, Batman's kind of a dick in the comics, too. So yeah. it wasn't too far off. Um, I think you might do this, so I'm going to kill you. Yeah. he got, he, He's kind of like that in the comics the last few years, too. Shithead. Um, I like him. I don't like him at all. I'll say... <laughs> <laughs> I don't I I I I didn't hate this movie like everybody but for me it was just a little forgettable like I don't really yeah. remember much about it either which is kind of Well you're a DC fan. Yeah. So was, a lot of the stuff probably made more sense but there was some stuff in there that I was like wait a minute okay is this a dream? Is this a premonition? Is this what's going on here? You know, I have no idea. So from One somebody, was a nightmare. I it was it was that was a nightmare. Right. But then like um um okay when he was in the desert yeah that's an i think that was an i don't think that was reality and then but like like those thingies came like flying and i had no idea what that show, i mean until i watched the thing that says you know stuff explained yeah, yeah i had no idea what that shit was so you know but i mean i guess that's okay i mean there's that that's kind of throwing stuff in there for people that know and then for things to come. Wonder but. Woman looked really good. I liked yeah, that. Yeah, I like when she showed up. Yeah. Um it's kind of it's going to be neat to see uh Cyborg in a in a movie cuz they kind of mm. um but I wish they would do Green Lantern. I mean cuz well, that's still- that's another thing. It's like okay, Cyborg to me it, it seemed now and like I said I don't watch uh I I don't read that much DC but I thought he was kind of more of a lesser character, and they would have had like, you know, Martian Manhunter. Or... He's um, in current comics. Well, as far as I've read, uh, Martian Manhunter is dead, and Cyborg is part of the Justice League. Um, Cyborg used to be the head of the Teen Titans for like since the early '80s. Well, I knew he was in Justice League because I've watched some animated shit yeah. where he's in that. Um, so eh, it's going to be new. But I, honestly, I wish they would. I wish they would throw Green Lantern in there, but especially yeah. his relationship with Batman. I think is really cool. So why not? Especially yeah. after you know re rehab it after the Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that, yeah, another forgettable DC movie for me. But I don't know. I mean, this is, it's it's not a that Batman versus Superman is not a buy for me. But I didn't hate it. I th- I thought it was fine. But I, I I think it would be better in a less smoky theater. Probably, probably, Pro- maybe. Yeah, I'll, I'll because go even uh, Cap Civil War, I kind of thought, okay, you know, this uh, it suffered from the crappier environment. This the the screen was just smoky a little bit. <laughs> Um, I thought, you know, that's the thing. I thought that they did not allow smoking in public places. I know. One I'm, theater is fucking that chain. I'm, I'm leaving there feeling all like uh, kind of wheezy and. <laughs> um, Your clothes stink. <laughs> well, that's a given. 
<laughs> I watched an Andy Sedaris movie, The Dallas Connection. Uh, this has uh, Julie Strain in it. Big tits, yes. yes. There's a, there's a, the women in this are super hot. I, Julie Strain, not so much, but the the other two that are with her, uh, yeah. Um, I'll tell you <laughs> by now. This is a his brother must have directed this Christian Drew Sedaris, which is I've never heard. I, I guess maybe this was later on when he I don't know if he had died already or if he was sick or something, but it looks like his brother directed it, but it's definitely, I mean, it's an Andy Sedaris movie. Um, but it's like, uh, this team of female assassins called black widow are trying to steal some computer chips and it's ridiculous. My biggest complaint of this one, which is kind of weird to say is that there were too many sex scenes because I mean, like it's like for, after a while you're like, all right, I get the point saxophone, saxophone. And (laughs) yeah, um, so if they, if they, I don't know, a little bit shorter on the sex scenes and more some shitty acting and, and action would be a bit better balance, I think, but yeah, it's all right. Dallas connection. Um, and back to Robert Rodriguez, I, wa- I rewatched planet terror, which I realized I'd not seen uh, since the theater mm-hmm. and, um, Rose McGowan is hot and, uh, I, I like this movie. Josh Brolin is disgusting in it. She eh, just she's not growing just, old gracefully. She won't let herself. Yeah. Uh, totally forgot Bruce Willis was in it. I like the um, what's his name, Jeff Fahey. Jeff Fahey's really good, really good in it. The Chili Guys. Yeah. Um, I like this a lot. So this is a. Uh, I'm glad I revisited it. I should do it more often. I've seen uh, I've seen the other one, the other Grindhouse one, probably like four times, and for whatever reason, this one only once. <laughs> Death Proof. So I don't know. It's a fun movie. Um, I watched uh, the Ken Russell directed Tommy from 1975. I don't think I was mentally ready for this one. I didn't know what what it. I've never seen this. Um, and it stars Oliver Reed and Anne Margaret. I have it on. I have it on record. Oh. Um, what a bizarre, uh, bizarre movie. Um psychedelic yeah it was it was a lot of fun it's for me it went on a little long i mean i i get it they, i mean it's kind of i was surprised that to, to see that the whole thing was musical it wasn't a standard musical in that they break out into song everything is sung in this movie mm-hmm. um but no i liked it quite a bit it was uh definitely interesting um and roger daltrey he looked. Sure, supri- he sure played some mean pinball. He did, and he looked super, super young in it. I don't know if they oh, yeah. uh, kept makeup on him or what, because he was in his thirties, I think, and he looked like a just a fresh wee wee lad. <laughs> um, but yeah, good, good. Uh, if you like the soundtrack, or if you like the, that album, check out the movie because it's really bizarre. Um, I should see. I've not seen too much Ken Russell, so. Oh, his stuff's weird. Yeah, I've seen Altered States, stuff. but I don't remember much about it. And The Devils I like. Tommy, I've seen now, but I can't I don't know that I've seen much else. Um, rewatched The Princess Bride. Um It's a good movie. Yeah, one that I've revisited often since I first saw it when it came out on video. We I think we watched it in class in elementary school for some <laughs> reason. Nice. So uh yeah. I long history with this one. 
I heard uh, Rob Reiner talking about that on uh, Gilbert Gottfried. How they he went they the uh, studio said you can you can make anything you want anything you want just tell us make whatever you want and he was like I want to make the Princess Bride to go anything but that. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a neat little movie, and um, I saw a cool little like behind the scenes clip of all the uh, or it's like Andre the Giant stuff. Um, and all the co-stars talking about how great it was to work with him and how he was, you know, he had such bad health problems at the time, like having trouble standing up and stuff at times, having, you know, with his back and everything. Well, you know, right after Hogan slammed him, he died just, you know, shortly (laughs) after that. Yeah. Well, this happened, this, this happened, this was filmed right after WrestleMania three. So maybe his health problems were due to that slamming Andre. The slamming. Yes. Yeah. He died shortly after that, six yeah. years later. <laughs> um, I watched uh, Big, revisited that one. Another go-to Big? for me. It's yeah, it's all right. The Tom it's, Hanks. Tom Hanks, yeah, yeah. Um, directed by Penny Marshall. Now, Rob Penny, Reiner's ex-wife. There you go. I was like, I, I was like, I knew there was a relationship there. I couldn't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, seen this one probably two dozen times in my life. So it's still, it's still pretty good. Tom Hanks is really good. Uh, one that I haven't seen since I was a lot younger. My mom loved this movie. Um, three men and a baby. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is not very good anymore. (laughs) What are you going to do? The, the whole, like it's this, that weird drug, uh, side story, or I guess that's the plot. Besides them having to take care of a kid, which is funny, but then like there's this whole the subplot of like the drug dealers and trying to murder. It was so <laughs> okay. weird. You know, was this um, okay? Was it, uh, Tom Hanks? Or not no, Tom Hanks. Uh, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck, Steve Gutenberg, and De- Ted, Ted Danson. Danson. They should have oh. gotten somebody besides Gutenberg. Well, Goot Goot was pretty. Well, he might have been Guten. He might have. That might have been. When he started his downslide, but because he was pretty big there for a well, while. Well, yeah, big, but he's not like he's not hunky like like uh, Selleck and Dancing. Well, you can't have everybody be a hunk. You need a little comic relief guy. Or they could have got Gilbert Godfrey, <laughs> <laughs> like kids. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna look up Gutenberg. I'm gonna see what he looks like now. He always had like some abs and shit. Yeah, he got shredded there for a little while. Um, now uh, the worst movie I've probably seen this year. Um, nope. a movie called Private Resort, uh, with Johnny Depp. Uh, it's a it's a kind of a teen sex comedy where the two of them go to this Florida resort for the weekend. It's an old one or a new one? Yeah, mid eighties, eighty five. What? Then it was a new one, and God, he was. God, it's awful. Teen sex romp. And one thing I enjoy about these eighties things is that they usually have good soundtracks and stuff like, but I noticed in this one music hardly ever plays. And when it does, it's not good. It just sounds like elevator music and it's just, it's not funny. There's a lot of boobs in it. I guess it has, maybe it was one of those ones where they had to take all the music out because they didn't have the rights or something. Uh, I guess it could be. Andy Dice Clay's in it and Jim Cornette music or (laughs) I mean, Jimmy Hart music. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Starting I. Ooh, I tasted that one. Gross. Um, private resort. Skip it. It's like a two and a half at best. Um, now, one you, you did not like much at all, I don't think. Uh, Maggie from 2015. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, I, I liked this one quite a bit. I thought it was good. It 
it just you see you know Schwarzenegger zombie movie and then you know his daughter you were wanting something else out of a Schwarzenegger zombie exactly that's what it was more I understand what the movie was Mm -hmm. and and that it was you know what what it was kind of like a you know speaking on like say if your kid had like HIV or something Uh, but it's a it's a slow burn definitely for a zombie movie in particular yeah Um, I thought I I thought it was really good I didn't really know what to expect with it because I hadn't I I don't like I said don't before don't watch trailers really, um, but I've heard it was slow so I kind of knew that going in which helped. It's like it's like if you had like a a hot porn chick and you're gonna have sex with her and you're like God damn you've seen all these movies she does all this real wild stuff and everything and you go in there and and <laughs> she, she like ties <laughs> she, you to the bed and then she takes a feather and like runs it across your body for like three hours straight and then snuggles and that's it. Yeah, no snuggling. Um, I would not. I'd break loose and push her away. <laughs> right. So, to uh, an example of how this is a slow burn is that uh, in almost every zombie movie I can think of, when somebody gets bitten by a zombie, it it's what like one or two days at most before they die and yeah. turn into a zombie. This one's like two months it takes somebody to turn into a zombie. So boring. Um, <laughs> uh, I watched. Uh, Yi Ge Ren De Wu Lin. Wait a minute. You need to practice your pronunciation because Yi Ge Ren De Wu Lin. <laughs> Wu Lin. Um, or Kung Fu Killer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, with Donnie Yen and that fucking creep that Big was shoe. in it. Uh, yeah. Biao Zhang Wang. Well, he was good. He was a good. God, we should review this on the show. And he'd stomp you with that platform shoe. Fuck him. Yeah, we should review this on the show. I won't talk too much about it. Okay, let's not. Uh, Kung Fu Killer coming soon to Silva and Gold. Yes. Uh, I watched Iron Eagle, much beloved by many people. Um, I thought it was a turd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched another turd, Exit Humanity. Trained these little kids to fucking fly, goddamn. Yeah, it was so dumb. Dumb. God. Stupid. I would have loved it. It's 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 one of those movies that. I w- I should have just seen it in the eighties, and then I would like it now. But yeah, I remember when we saw it, it was kind of like, oh, it's kind of you know, it's like yeah. But now it's like dumb. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I watched Exit Humanity. This is like a post Civil War zombie movie. Had to be super low budget. I I said it was a turd. I, it's not really a turd. It it's it's fine for being a super low budget movie. Um, uh, it's my its biggest problem is that is its pacing and it's it's I mean it's two hours long, and it's like come on there's some interesting things I guess they do with this kind of animation clips and it's probably a way to kind of cut money corners so that as if there's ever like uh, mass zombie slayings going on it'll be done kind of like it looks like it's drawn like animated. Um, eh, it's all right I guess I mean. I've seen definitely seen worse in the uh, direct-to-video zombie world. So, I uh, went back and watched another Tom Hanks Bachelor Party. Awesome. Yeah, real funny. Uh, I'd still laugh at this one. Um, Who played the hot chick that he walked in on? Uh, that they had him kind of set up. It wasn't oh, uh, Tawny Katane, was Tawny it? Tawny Katane was his fiance. Yeah, she she was she was. It was like some penthouse pet. I don't think it was anybody. No. Was it Tracy Smith? She no. was fucking hot. And he, yeah, she and was. He, there was a lot of good-looking chicks in this movie. 
And um, I fucking love the scene when they hang that dude from the sheets and his ass is like smushed on that window of these two people. And then he falls and the two people are in the car trying to like kiss and his big hairy ass just comes through the sunroof right in between. <laughs> Does that have uh, Adrian Zamed? Uh, I don't see the name. I'm trying to think. What a bachelor party. I'm trying to think who the, uh, I thought I had Adrian Zamed. I'm thinking of something else. There's so many fucking people in this movie. Tony Katane before she became a drunk mess. Um, Adrian Zamed. It's right dr- there. Is it? Is it <laughs> yes! at the top? Did I look right over it? Huh? He's oh, the yeah. third. Oh, yeah. It's right there at the top. <laughs> you lie to me. <laughs> I didn't lie. I told you I didn't see it. No, no you're, you're trying to make me doubt myself. Oh, sorry. You're playing like one of those uh, Kafka-esque games. Did it work? Yes. Sweet. Um, St. <laughs> Elmo's Fire I watched uh, wasn't sure if I'd seen this one after watching it still not sure if I had seen it before um, it's pretty good good 80's movie um, but Emilio Estevez's character is a fucking psychopath in this movie yeah and Brennerman or whatever he was like stalking her yeah they don't make him like you don't want to root for him at all it's like creep get a get a fucking hint yeah and then I, I thought that um, I thought that Billy, whatever his name was, Rob Lowe was kind of a he was a fucking he had problems, know, yeah, stupid ass fucking saxophone player. He definitely didn't he was, like. He goes back to like hang out with his college buddies, and it's like I'm supposed to believe that guy was in a fraternity. I don't think so. Yeah, he was a douche. Every, um, you know what? Pretty much that movie, just about everybody in it was a douche except the fat girl. Andrew McCarthy was okay. He was a douche. I hate when he smokes and rubs his eyes and and fucking you know he's ashes like, in the in the in the stir fry. Goes and hangs out and talks to the <laughs> prostitutes on the street and everything. That prostitute was a was the mom from two two seven or something. I think it's still fun to watch because it was just like that time with all yeah. those fucking brat packers. Yeah, and John, what's his name? John Prine? Not John Prine. The guy that sings Santa Bus Fire. I watched The Wrestler. Haven't seen that one in a while. Darren Aronofsky. Uh, Mickey Rourke. Marissa Tomei. Oh. Did you almost cry in that? No. I've seen it a few times and I've never cried, but um, I still th- I think it's emotional. I cried thinking I really of Mickey good. Rourke's face. <laughs> what, what, what could have been? Um, and uh, I like the I like the fact that they took this old WWF game on Nintendo and John redrew Mark. the people to make him like Randy the Ram and uh, um, Ernest his? the Cat Miller. Ernest the Cat Miller. What was his name in the the Ayatollah. in the thing? The Ayatollah or something? Is that what yeah. you said? Yeah, yeah, the Ayatollah. Ernest. He should have got the Iron Sheik. If the Iron Sheik would have been physically able, can you imagine him out there? A fuck Randy Ram in the ass. Make him humble. Number one. Yeah, that would have been great. It would. Or had Ernest Miller be more Iron Sheiky. Yeah, he was just kind of a guy. But you know what? You watch that, and when they when they would go to the, he'd be at the. Um, uh, autograph shows and like the old wrestlers would be sitting there falling asleep and oh. shit on the table. <laughs> Did we buy tickets to see that soon? <laughs> yeah, that's coming up here. Not 
Arn Anderson's going to be there. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Arn Anderson and somebody else from the Four Horsemen. I was just listening to... I can't remember who it was. Paul Ellering will be there. Stone Cold's podcast or something. And somebody was saying, you know, um, that they, they... When the fans come up to them and, you know, want their autograph or want to talk or something like that, they always, no matter what, are nice to them. I think maybe it was Ricky Morton and, and um, uh, Cornette. But because they said, let me tell you something. The one thing that I have learned is the first thing that you say to your friends when they say, hey, I, I met Ric Flair the other day. The first thing the person says is, how was he? Was he a nice guy? And if you like somebody, say like you, Barry Windham was your favorite. Yeah. And then – Barry Windham acts like an ass to you, <laughs> then you'll that's something you'll never forget. Yeah. And anytime anybody asks you about Barry Windham, you'll say, Oh, he was a real dick. And he mm-hmm. said, It's you're better off to, you know, they said the thing they said was, um, because they see so many people, so many fans and everything, they said, You may not remember, but that person will never forget how you acted. I, I And I'll tell you, I am still like, it's been what, three years oh, since we first met Ricky and Robert and they were great. If, and I still talk Barry about that. If Barry Windham was sitting at a table, like at one that's coming up or whatever, there's, I'd probably just walk right by it. There's I no way even, in hell I'm going to go talk to him again. Yeah. And um, I've had people tell me that he wasn't, you know, that he was a nice guy. I don't know. Well, now but some people, it doesn't matter what they, you know, they're like, oh, maybe he had a bad day. Well, now his dad's d- died this year, so maybe he can cheer up and lose some weight. <laughs> Austin Idol's going to be there. Oh, I like Austin Idol. Yeah, and Tony Schiavone, and uh, Animal, and Paul Ellering. I was just listening to um, a clip on YouTube about the Steiners mm-hmm. and how what dicks they were like in the locker room, and they said they would take like guys and and uh, take duct tape. And tape them to a table, like tape them up so they couldn't even move to a table, and then stick shit up their ass. Great. And Kevin Nash was the one they were talking to about it, and he said, he goes, they took a pencil or something, and they taped this guy to a table and took a pencil, and Rick Steiner stuck it up his ass, and and I guess Nash looked at him and said, you know, that's a felony, and I'm leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't want to be any part of this. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, the other movie I watched, I watched uh, Phase 4. Um, phase 4 has Nigel Davenport. Um, it is a movie about some kind of weird uh, outer space phenomenon happens and makes all of the uh, ants on Earth very intelligent. <laughs> I know, it's, and it's, it's, it's weird, and it's a slow burn movie, but the ants don't like talk. They communicate with each other. But like the the um, the cinematography and it's really cool. Lots of really small like like shots along things and like the way the tracking shots. Um, but it's these it's mainly these two guys in this station kind of uh, they've gone to this place where the ants where there's a big the ants have been building these. There's, they're not ant hills. They look like columns. They're these perfectly like square tall columns. Mm. And but the ants are like killing people basically, um, and uh, so they're trying to study them, and they're in this sealed place, and the, the ants are trying to like fuck with them, and uh, it's it's pretty neat. It's a neat little movie. I liked it. 
So Phase Four. I like Nige. Phase Four. For yes, yeah, mid nineteen seventy four. So it's it has that feel like of that the sci fi like pre Star Wars sci fi. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was pretty cool. Um, the reason I I checked it out is there's this company called Waxwork that does these really neat um, uh, record releases of movie soundtracks. Um, I picked up the Taxi Driver one. Um, but they did one of phase four and I was like, what the fuck is phase four? So I found the movie and it's good. It's, I liked it. Phase four. They might've, did they remake this? No, there's another movie called phase four with Dean Kane in it, but, <laughs> and Dean Kane and Brian Bosworth. <laughs> it, it's not that phase four. Anyway, that's all I watched. That's what I'll end up getting. I'll be like, what the fuck is he talking about? There's no ants in this. <laughs> look for look for Nigel Davenport. Um, all right. So why don't we take a break and come back? And I guess we'll go chronological this week. Uh, we'll talk about some men's on a mission movies. Uh, we'll start with Who Dares Wins right after this. When you're watching movies, are you sick of remakes, reboots? Reimaginings, reinventions, and Reese Witherspoon? Are you fed up with movies where giant robots try to remake Enter the Dragon? Do you think that torture porn is vastly inferior to 1970s driving porn? Do you find Botox actresses with fake tits and action heroes with no chest hair a turn off? Do movies where no single shot lasts more than two and a half seconds piss you off? Yeah, me too. That's why I do Paleo Cinema Podcast, a podcast for films more than 20 years old. So if you think that Sid Charisse is a guy and that Myrna Loy is a kind of metal, you need Paleo Cinema Podcast. Go to paleo-cinema.com and do yourself a favour. Final option, or who dares wins, uh, from 1982. This is directed by Ian Sharp, uh, starring Lewis Collins, Judy Davis, Richard Vidmark. Um, Zom, what'd you think of uh, of, of who dares wins? Did you see, had you seen this before? Oh, yes, that, that's he gives it a seven. Um, I had seen this. I saw it a long time ago, like on I think TV mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. in the pre, you know, 1982. It was a long time ago, right? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see, scrambling for thoughts here. Okay, here's the deal. So, 1982. What happened that year? Um... There. The, okay. Here's the thing. When I watched this 
back then, I remember I was like, oh, man, this movie is fucking cool as shit. You know, what the, what the fuck is this? You know, I've never even heard of this guy and he's, he's really cool. And the, like, you know, the main guy and, and, uh, you know, they got these fucking machine guns and, you know, and fucking go in and, and all this stuff. But the thing was, um, little did you know, 30 years later. 30 years later, I would be reviewing it on this show and remember more about then than I do right now. Um, no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. I'm, of course, just kidding because of my superior intellect. Yeah. There's a nuclear protest. That helps you. <laughs> well, here's the deal. Um, back in the, like, 70s uh, and probably, like, you know, more, to, you know, to, into the into the early 80s. Like, now we have Al-Qaeda and all this shit. Um it seemed like every other week there would be some fucking terrorist organization that had an acronym that would be like NLT, <laughs> you know, like Night of the Living Podcast. <laughs> but it would have like uh, FLN or, you know, uh, uh, RAF, which is like Red Army Faction or something. They, and they would just have these acronyms and you would, you know, the Symbionese Liberation Organization mm-hmm. and all these fucking really weird things. And um, so this kind of goes along those lines, even though it's 1982. Um, they are having a, uh, a, you know, there's this big protest going on about the, you know, nuclear arms buildup and everything. I did. Li- and, I liked the, um, there was a baby in like a fallout suit as part of the protest, which I thought was pretty cool. And a lot of people had these, um, these masks on, they look like they were painted silver. They look like melting skulls. They were like scary. Yeah. It would scare the straights. Uh, <laughs> The, the the drones that were just going along with everything that the government says, dig. dig it. And uh, <laughs> so, okay, they they have this uh, radical left wing group that has infiltrated this protest, and and it's led by uh, Judy Davis, who I thought was one of the best parts of the movie because she was so kind of uh, she just she almost had like a Patty Hearst kind of a crazy mm-hmm. uh, uh, fanatical you know, person thing deal going on there. (laughs) Person thing. So um, they have decided they're going to, you know, uh, do something to, to get, get, get uh, uh, people to realize what's going on and all this shit. Right. Okay. Now the thing about this movie now that kind of falls flat for me, maybe a little bit is, it seems like one of those movies that, say, like, you know, the Green Berets with John Wayne was made with the full cooperation of the United States military and army and everything. And so they had, like, the, the Green Berets show them everything and how they would do all this. And everything. and it's it this movie seems a lot like that where um, it has the feel that um, the – the British SAS Special Air Services, which is like the, our equivalent of like the Navy SEALs or something like that, it almost feels to me like they wrote the fucking movie. <laughs> you know? Like, here's how we would do it. Here's how we would do everything, and we're gonna show you know all this training. Nothing is gonna go. We're we're a crack squad where nothing goes wrong, and and everything. You know, I, I don't know. It just kind of. Eh. But anyway. Um, 
I thought Lewis Collins was good. Um, I do think that I, I'd never read, I, you know, I guess was this like, it must have been maybe based on a book novel. Or something. Oh, I don't even know. Um, I don't know. Uh, well, uh, I can look, go ahead. Wasn't it Ken Follett? I don't know. But anyway, um, they only have a certain amount of time. Now this movie is like two hours long, but, um, still it seems it's one of those ones when you're watching it to me that it seems like they take this guy in a little too easily. Yeah. Um, well, it's, she, it's, I don't, yeah, she, she, um, Frankie, she trusts even, especially knowing so early on what he did for a living. Right. Right. She's will. She's really willing to trust him. Like, no, 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 he's good. I know. I have a feeling. Yeah. She's like the dude that thinks with his dick. She's the chick that thinks with her pussy. Because all he has, you know, he's good looking and he, you know, kind of is like, hey, yeah. he's kind of I, a low rent James Bond, but he's a little oh, yeah. dirtier than James Bond. Well, see, that's what when I was a kid and I watched this, I really liked because I kind of thought he was, it was kind of like a James Bondish mm-hmm. kind of character and everything. Um, oh, I forgot to mention there was also a dog with a picket sign at the protest earlier, too, <laughs> which was kind of funny. Triumph the insult comic dog. <laughs> Get rid of these nukes for me to move on. Anyway, um, I thought that, uh, like it says, like Richard Widmark is in this, and uh, what's his name? Edward, Fo- uh, not Edward Fox. Um, Edward, Ed- Woodward. Edward Woodward. And some of these people, and they were really so, uh, I mean, the whole movie is mostly Lewis Collins and Judy Davis. Yeah. And then uh, th- I th- I think that I read that they said that they they put Widmark in it just to give it an uh, you know some American appeal or mm-hmm. American flavor. It was supposed to be somebody else, and they couldn't get him. I don't know if it was supposed to be Robert Mitchum or who, um, but it could have been anybody. It didn't matter, you know <laughs> anybody could have played that fucking part. Um, you know, fucking it doesn't matter, you know. But but um, I did think that. Okay, they they have this little you know terrorist cell, and they're going to do this thing and and um, take over this embassy, and um, so it, it's almost like you know the Brig Brother is watching you thing where they where they are known, so they're being watched. So they decide that they're going to um, put Lewis Collins. They're going to uh, what do you call it? Uh, how when they disavow him yeah that and was I, kind of a kind of a i mean it took a took a while for them to do it but you have uh, to be pretty fanatical to say okay this is part of the plan so i'm gonna let somebody kick me in the balls as hard as they can yeah and, and i'm gonna fucking beat the shit out of some uh, you know uh, uh but so i guess you have to have sort of that mentality. so you have to convince the guys you work with that you're being fired but your wife not so much yeah. <laughs> like, it was fine for her to know i guess well, and that's another thing there. I was kind of like, you know, thrown in there that didn't, I don't know. You know, when they have the thing where, uh, we've got your wife and child, you know. And, uh, it was oh pretty cool God. how they rescued her, though. And the yeah. the, the fight that happens uh, with the two women there was pretty awesome. It was a cat fight. They were <laughs> whipping the shit out of each other. Yeah. I think Judy Davis actually got hurt doing that. Oh, really? One of them did. Like, hurt, got like, oh, I just read uh, after the movie was released, there was a lot of talk about Lewis Collins being the next James Bond. Yeah. There you go. And, but he had the same thing that, like, George Lazenby um, had, like, where he was 
he wanted it to be like, okay, they, they wanted James Bond to be this cookie cutter guy that Sean Connery had done, you know, the suave, sophisticated. And Lazenby and uh, Lewis Collins both were like, let's make him more updated. Let's, you know, let him grow his hair and not be such a dick and everything. And they were like, no, 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 no. Well, Lazenby got the role. He, he played the part, did it the way they wanted, and then said he wanted to change things up. Uh, Lewis Collins kind of from the start was like, you know, let's and they were like, nah, we don't, you know, fuck you, get out of here. And he <laughs> he went on to make like uh, uh, movies with uh, what's his face? <laughs> what the hell's that goddamn director's name? Now I'll never remember. Um, shit. Hang on. Margaretti. Margaretti. Antonio Margaretti. Um, and making stuff like that, cheap ones with uh, straight to VHS with Klaus Kinski and shit like that. Nice. So anyway, um, I like the interaction. Like I said, I thought Judy Davis was good in in most of this, and uh, I did think that. Uh, yeah, minus minus her little. I mean, and she was fine. It was she was just handed some like shit, but at the dinner. Um, Would she give her speech? Oh my god, the speech just fucking was went on but, and on. Yeah, but to me, it was kind of. I thought that was pretty, um, pretty spot on for some douchebag who's like some left wing, you know, fucking fanatic who mm-hmm. just rants like I do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I delete all the rants and say, "Oh, I, you know." Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> they they did have some people. And here's another thing. Okay, she had people in her cell watching Lewis Collins. I don't. Th- I don't know if she did, but they had. They yeah, like the her, the the other guy. So it, she kind of shared command with another guy, and that other guy didn't trust him at all. And he's right. like, which, send some people, was, take photographs of his, fa- like, figure out where he came yeah. comes from, all that. And that's the way you know. I, I, that's what I thought was hard to believe with her is that she was taken in so easily. But at least they had the other guy that was like, "Okay, I'm not falling for this shit." Right. And and even worse, they had somebody following him all the time, and he would like go purposefully out of his way to ditch them, not in a in a way like you know, oh, I'm walking down the street and I go into a store, <laughs> and I mean, they see him running and leaping onto a thing. <laughs> Like he's trying to shake them, so they know he's up to something, which is kind of like okay. But then again, maybe they were playing him too. They thought, well, we'll let let him, you know. Well, and then of course, when they went into the thing, they didn't give him a gun or anything. Um, but the whole movie, the whole—I I mean, even watching it this time, the whole movie, the the best part of the whole movie is is the grand finale where yeah, the siege at the end is pretty right, good right they yep. slide down on the ropes and all that shit um the training i thought was kind of neat they, they didn't stick with it for very long um this they had some like submachine gun porn in there which was kind of funny because all the terrorists were or all the guys were shooting peace symbols not yeah. the terrorists the um yeah yeah which was kind of silly but the i liked fascists. that <laughs> yeah the fascists who are trying to keep the uh, nuclear weapons. Uh, Take that piece. Yeah, fags. Um, anyway, um, you do like when in the next one that we're we're reviewing where they talk about the boathouse at Hereford or whatever, where they SS SAS train. Um, you do get a little bit of that, and then there was the movie. Um, 
Killer Elite with uh, Statham and Clive Owen. Clive Owen. Uh, they show the 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 mar- like when when they disavow uh, Lewis Collins, they go on that hike mm-hmm. to the uh, wherever the hell it is. I can't remember where it's at. I think it, they did. They filmed that. Like it looked like Wales or Scotland. Yeah, yeah. but it was. It, I mean, that was like almost some like New Zealand shit. Yeah, and they said like people have died on that and everything. Well, that's that's the the in the uh, in Killer Elite they do the same thing where they mm-hmm. go on hike and he and Statham has to kind of poison this one guy because you know I can't remember what how far it is, but if you get stuck out there, you can like freeze to death and die of exposure. And uh, that's where they you know they have those two guys go on that thing. Where were they Americans? Yeah, well, um, I think one, at least one of them was American. The other one, I don't remember. They were from like another, other two other, uh, like maybe German or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he was German. I think you're right. And then um, they followed him. It was like what they call like a fox chase kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. They 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 try and catch up with him. They give him an hour head start or whatever. And then Lewis Collins acts like a dick when he gets there. Which which that <laughs> wouldn't have surprised me because like in the Navy SEALs when they do their uh, their uh, escape and evade or whatever uh, thing. Yeah. When they catch them, you know, you th- they say, okay, now you take off and, and we'll try and catch up to you. And if you meet at this point, and then when you get there, you think, okay, well, I beat them there. Ooh, yeah. And then when they get there, they beat the shit out of you and fucking like torture you and stuff to see. You. Great. Yeah, you don't ever want to get caught. Well, I know that already. You don't have to fucking kick me in the balls and put a rope around my neck. Um, but I thought this is pretty good. I just thought that it, it was um, – I, oh, I, one thing I did like too is uh, there's when, – when they do have the siege at the, uh, at the embassy thing, uh, I won't say who in case somebody hasn't seen it, but there's somebody that gets shot – with with a burst of machine gun fire <laughs> and i mean it's like you thought the hulk fucking punched him. That, was, that was really funny <laughs> yeah it's cool too because it was just like so quick um edward woodward's in it or but he doesn't do much he's kind of like in the, one of the guys in the command center that's you know looks stoic yeah um like i said i i thought it was good i uh, i just thought that and i had heard that um there was some embassy. I don't know if it was in Iran or where it was, where they did something sort of like this. And and the guy that uh, that made the movie saw it and said, "We need to make something. You know, let's you know do something like this." And they got the full cooperation of you know SAS yeah. and showing them how to do shit. Yeah, so apparently like the SAS kind of like saw this as kind of their movie. And well, and they, and and they did show the one thing. I uh, there was one thing where um, they slide down these ropes and burst through. Um, these windows, mm-hmm. these glass windows, and the one dude they they said this had actually happened. Like the curtains, when he went through the window, got like wrapped around him or whatever, and and were on fire. Oh and wow! They, that was just a quick thing in the movie, but you see it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they get it off of him and everything. So I guess there were some little snafus, but yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I mean, the I, the uh, I liked I liked the music that they played. It was they they repeat it at the it's, it opens the movie, but they repeat it during that whole siege at the end, which yeah. is kind of neat. A, a really cool kind of like low shot of um what was his name in the movie? Skeller, Skellen. Um Skellen doing his thing when like the guys in the in the body armor and stuff walking behind him. I thought that was kind of a neat I'm surprised he didn't get shot, you know, with all the fucking smoke and stun grenades and everything. Yeah. He's just kind of in there doing his thing, being James Bond. Yeah. Um This is this could have been like a James Bond movie, actually. 
It kind of it that, that there's a there's a crossbow death at the beginning, and that crossbow was really fucking weird looking. Yeah, like it didn't have the cross part. Like it looked like like a, I don't know, it just looked like the stock of a crossbow, and then like yeah, um. So you, I mean, you do get. I mean, if if that's if that's your thing too, you'll 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 get a little bit of uh, weapon porn in this too. Like I mentioned, the submachine guns, which were kind of neat, and um. Um, but yeah, it, the, the, my biggest thing was like how explainy it got at that dinner. Yeah. Like it's the demand of the group long. was really dumb. Like it's like, like, I, and it's not really spoiling anything to say what they, they basically, they wanted to, uh, they said to kind of show the horrors of nuclear war, you have to launch a nuclear missile at this Island. I'm like, what? <laughs> like they're, they're presenting this, like that is a James Bond story. But presented realistically, which ah, it was kind of dumb, and she just goes on and on. Uh, <laughs> Come on, wrap it up. Uh. Um, yeah, yeah it, the, seemed, it seemed like it 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 was a little slow getting to the big build up. The last fifteen the, minutes, yep. Um, yeah, I, I do. I like the training stuff. The the early training stuff where it shows the uh, the special forces guys. Uh, doing kind of training for urban warfare. I thought it was kind of funny that they were all wearing like sweaters and slacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's wearing a uniform. Um, like they're going, like they're dressed to go like have a pint at the pub, <laughs> street clothes. Yeah. Um, and what I, another thing I was wondering. So it's often it's obvious that that I keep getting I keep wanting to call him Skeller, Skellen. Has kind of he's Skeletor. Skeletor has had this before, where <laughs> you know where he has to leave and like can't really tell his wife. Like you can just tell by their conversation. So he kind of butters them up at one point. Like he brings his daughter a teddy bear and his wife some like smoked salmon, and I guess that makes it okay. But I'm wondering, did he is he banging Frankie because like he was just attracted to her? But is that or is that kind of part of the job? I think he could just both. And does his it's wife know that that goes on? Hell no! <laughs> like, so is he? Is he just kind of a dick? Like, it's a like, is he? Is he doing? Is he banging because he has to to like kind of play his part, or is he just an asshole that cheats well, on his wife? I think it's wife? both. I think yeah. I, I don't think she knows, but I mean, uh, yeah. I think you know he's probably that's like uh, like a perk. <laughs> unless the unless the the chick that's the head of the uh, terrorist organization is. Fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh, he's got like, uh, to do the job. <laughs> um, yeah, it was an all right movie. Um, did, yeah, I mean, it did. No, it, this is it's it's known as being kind of like this. Uh, I don't know, not a cult. Well, I don't know if I should say a cult classic or not, but uh, I think it's, it's just kind of it's a little above average. Yeah. What did you, what would you rate it? Like a six. Yeah, I'm about there. I was six and a half. Um, if it weren't for if if the end didn't have as like if it wasn't like 15 minutes, if it was like a five minute thing, it would have been lower. Yeah. Um, I think the final 15 minutes certainly upped the score for me. Um, but uh, it's still, I mean, pretty. It's a solid little movie. It's you know fun. what they need? They What's need that? a remake. They need to remake it. Yeah, with Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx. Uh, yeah. Wait, who? Does- Jamie Foxx would be the terrorist chick. And Channing Tatum would be the guy he has to sleep with. I'm already into this movie. This 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 uh, could be a John Wayne fucking fucking movie. Yeah. Like, you know, there's not much. Um, 
I don't know. I I just get the feeling that it. it I, I don't get the feeling. It is. It's just kind of leans really right. Yeah, it does. It does. We want our fucking nuclear weapons. <laughs> they make them look so ridiculous. Anyway, uh, six, six and a half. Uh, it, worth checking out. Not the best, but it's still pretty good. Uh, that's that's what you get when you have two lefty commies fucking review a movie like this. <laughs> <laughs> we should review those uh, those Frank Miller written Batman animated movies. Yeah. Yeah. Fascists. Um, Okay, uh, let's take a break and we'll come back and talk about <laughs> Ronin from 1998. Dig it. Ahoy, mateys. This is KAB, Antonio Bay. Stevie Wayne here, beaming a signal across the sea. I'll be here playing music all through the witching hour. I'm still waiting to hear from that weatherman. But in the meantime, stay here with me. Be sure to visit our sponsor, Paracinema Magazine. They're the source for all your genre movie needs. Check them out online at paracinema.net. Tell them Stevie sent you. Keep me turned on for a while, and I'll do my best to do the same for you. The Smooth Sound. Fabulous. 1340. K.A.B. Directed by John Frankenheimer. We didn't. I didn't even synopsize the last movie. Uh, starring Robert De Niro and Jean Reno and Natasha. Matt. I don't know how to pronounce her name, but uh, would you care to synopsize, Mr. Zom? I care. I care. You got an easy one. A freelancing former U.S. intelligence agent tries to track down a mysterious package that is wanted by both Irish and the. And the Russians. Now, how do you pronounce her name? And I'm pretty sure we've had this conversation before because we did the um, Natasha McElhone. McElhone. Yeah. She is just gorgeous to me. And I've talked about this before because we watched what was the movie we reviewed? Um, the Soderbergh. Um, what? We did a Soderbergh movie with her. Uh, the remake with with Clooney, Solaris. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! That was a good movie. Yeah, both the original and the uh, what you yep, call it. Yep. Um, Stellan Skarsgård is in here. Um, Sean Bean is not really a star, even though he's pretty high up on the. <laughs> uh, that was a weird role for him, I think. Yeah, I, I thought with the way he, what with what goes down with him, I thought he was going to somehow play a bigger part later on. It was. It was not. Um a like sympathetic or no a, a role that like some yeah well yeah i i think that i i i know what you're saying because like in a in a standard cookie cutter movie 
he would have come back to fuck them. Yeah, something would have <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, he would have fucked with their plan later on. But I, I like what they did with it. Um, now, I did mention this is directed by uh, John Frankenheimer, who's who's done these kinds of kind of action-y, thriller-y type movies. It's kind of his thing. Um, French Connection 2, which has come up in the group lately that I still haven't seen. Uh, I need to watch it. You. And The Connection. Did you ever watch The Connection? What's the connection? Uh, the it's kind of, it's it's the French it's 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 a French yes, I, movie. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Came out yeah. a couple years ago. Yep. Yeah, I bought it. I still need to see that too. Just Manchurian Candidate. He did. Um, I love Frankenheimer. Reindeer Games. <laughs> no, no good on Reindeer no. Games. Um, so, uh, in this, what you have is uh, is essentially a heist movie. But it's got a little twist in that the the target of the heist is they don't know exactly where it is. Um, they 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 always have an idea, but it it becomes kind of this who's gonna fuck over who and and it's always on the move because the 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 thing they want it's not like they're not trying to get into a bank or something like that. It's a case. It's like the MacGuffin. Yeah, the the the, the I the oh, I don't want to almost spoiled something. Um, it's it just a it's like a metal kind of suitcase. Um, and I don't I don't think they ever even say what's in it, do they? No, it's, it's not really the point. But the fact they, that you never know. So he is hired. Well, this group is assembled, and I love these kind of movies where. The, and I, I think when what we what did we do last time the uh, that western uh, and I said last time uh, assembling a team is always one of my favorite kind of uh, tropes in these kinds of. This movies. would have been better if Chuck Connors would have been walking around with his shirt unbuttoned down to his belly button <laughs> and getting sucked off by like Robert De Niro in the and a big and and uh, Bud Spencer hitting people in the face with his club Bonk. hands. Yeah, big club hand. Um. So this Irish, I guess they're, a, I don't know if they're a terrorist organization or not. Are they Are they related to, are they part of the IRA or? They, they um, were like a spinoff. They, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jonathan Price. Uh, he was so, it was one of those deals where I don't think the, the, the people that, that made the movie wanted headaches from the IRA or yeah. Sinn Féin. So they said that he had been a member of the IRA, but he was so bad and such a piece of shit that they kicked him out. <laughs> <laughs> so basically this, this, uh, this unnamed maybe group, um, is, uh, they're, they're, they're ass- assembling this. What's that? Instead of Sinn Féin, his group was called shit Féin. <laughs> yes. Yes. Shit Féin. They they uh, they're assembling this group and to kind of steal this case, um, and you don't even know the the uh, the 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 synopsis does say that the Russians are after it too, and they just say the Russians. They don't they they don't say a particular group or anything like that. Um, but you don't even know at first that they are after it. That kind of becomes another twist in the whole thing of 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 trying to trying to grab it, but. Um, everybody kind of has their strengths. They are, are um, they're gathering. De Niro is, uh, don't remember if they ever say exactly what his past was. And, but I like that they do that with everybody because it seems like everybody's strong. They're hired for a certain reason. You got Skarsgård to kind of do the, the surveillance kind of, um, uh, technological type stuff. Um, and then De Niro is the, that charismatic leader, uh, 
Renault, I don't know what his like. I don't know if he had like a specialty. I think Sean. Bean they said was... he could, he could get anything that they needed. Okay. Okay. So he was as the resourceful one. As long as it was in Paris, he could get it. Yeah. yeah. He was and then a scrounger. And then oh yeah, and he had that because he had that that fortunate uh, relationship with the Michael 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 Lonsdale character. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good character. Yeah. And uh, he looked like somebody. Who did he look like? Ron Perlman a little bit or something? Renault? <laughs> yeah. No, Lonsdale's character. He looked like, with that beard and stuff, he looked like somebody, and I couldn't put my finger on who it was. Hmm. Maybe he just looked like himself. Maybe I'd seen him somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and Sean Bean was supposed to be like the weapons guy, although De Niro definitely sports better weapons in this <laughs> than, yeah. than Sean Bean ever does. But I think I, De Niro, De Niro kind of had his number... Uh, from right from the get go, and I I like that they did that, and I I don't know maybe maybe Bean didn't have a name at this point, I, I I'm not sure. Um, so I was because I was gonna say they didn't really need somebody with a face, but yeah. when I look, he had been in a bunch of stuff. He had been in like Patriot Games, and yeah, I mean he was so, a, he was a name. So I don't. I mean, I don't know why they they didn't. They it could have been anybody. It's another one of those things where back to the what we talked about in the previous movie. It could have been Richard um, Woodmark. Yeah, he was. It's they didn't really need his name, but I, I like cool. That, you know? I like that they did that. I thought that was a nice little little twist, and it and it made for a pretty tense moment there at the beginning um, of even putting the whole plan together, which mm-hmm. which which is pretty cool. Oh, the Iceman cometh with Lee Marvin and Jeff Bridges. I need to see that too. I wrote that mm. down too. Um, the Iceman cometh in my mouth. I dig it. Wait, the uh, so I wrote down the quote in feudal Japan: the warrior class of samurai were sworn to protect their liege lords with their lives. Those samurais, so those samurai whose liege was killed, suffered great shame and were no longer referred to as samurai. Such men were called ronin. Well, so there you have the. Guess the name of the movie, um, the, the the explanation of what that is. The I, I read that eighty automobiles were destroyed during the filming, <laughs> and it was it's kind of interesting that this came up when it did because somebody recently asked um, on one of our feedback segments about our favorite like car chase stuff, and I think this came up right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so it's kind of a coincidence that we ended up reviewing it too. Or, or um, but the, 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 that was some of my favorite stuff in this. The 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 and the, I learned that by the way the the automobiles being destroyed. So if you watch Amazon Prime Video on your mobile device, uh, iPhone, whatever, um, on my iPhone, what I do because Amazon Prime doesn't have an app on the Apple TV. Good. So I can play a movie with Amazon Prime on my iPad or my iPhone and then stream it to the Apple TV. And what happens is as it's playing, and I noticed this with Sopranos too when I was watching that, because Sopranos is also on Amazon Prime. On the phone or the iPad screen, whenever there's a new scene, you'll see a list of all the actors that are in that scene. Mm. And it changes out. And sometimes you'll get little like little nuggets of information. Uh, like kind of behind the scenes stuff. So I thought that was pretty cool. But that's how I learned that. It's like right at the beginning. It says 80 automobiles were destroyed during this filming. Um, but that was some of my favorite stuff. The uh, the 
it, the fans of like Eurocrime movies, those the the tight street style um, car chase, mm-hmm. um, and I I don't know how I I, I don't know if um, anybody was injured in the filming of this, but anytime you you watch uh, stunt drivers driving into driving in head on into traffic, mm-hmm. it's like everything just has to go perfectly there. And I, and I realize the people coming at them are also stunt drivers and they know what they're supposed to do, but you know, yeah, they little, keep them at intervals and yeah, each, uh, every other car is like staggered. So yeah, there's yeah, yeah. gaps for them and everything. And, but one thing I always notice in these, and I know they, they did it in the second Avengers movie. Uh, if two cars are chase are in a chase and like firing guns at each other and like running into other cars, I've never understood why the, the just the normal people driving continue to drive. <laughs> like if two cars are trying to ram each other and they're shooting guns, I'm not gonna fucking try to keep up with them. I'm pulling right. off the side of the road and letting them get away. <laughs> yeah, and that happens in this a few times too, where the cars just keep going. Like, oh, somebody just ran into the back of my car. Let me keep driving here. Um, God, those annoying fucking fucking dogs across the street from me are just going at it right now. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't remember dogs in a fucking movie. What are you talking about? Um, uh, yeah, N- Natasha. Ma- how do you say, how do you say her name again? McElhone? McElhone, maybe? I don't know. McElhoney? No, that would be probably Italian. Yeah, but she has some fucking god-awful jeans later on Yes, in this movie. those were awful. Oh, they my God. Floods, like high waters. Ugh, and then the mom jeans. Yeah. Big time. I don't know what they were doing with that. 90s fashion uh, attacking us right there. Um, Awful. So bad. So right at the beginning of the movie, like De Niro hides a pistol. Does that ever come back? Yeah, well, well, he does it at the beginning, like when he walks in and asks to use the bathroom. Yeah. Sit back there and he opens the door. Well, he had hidden the – before he came in, he hid the pistol. Then by the door. Then when he went in and asked to use the bathroom, they said down the hall. Well, he acted like he didn't know that he thought the door that went to the outside was the bathroom. Uh-huh. So he unlocked it, and then they pointed and they said, no, it's that door. So he had the door unlocked. So if he had to make a run for it, he could go. Uh, okay. So, okay. Okay. And that, his gun would be right it there just away. shows him being. being if uh, he would have went in, they might have frisked him, took his gun. Right, right, so right. So then he's his gun ready, accessible, blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, like I said, I like the, I like the feeling out process with the guys involved. De Niro's really good in this. Um, uh, you know, i like that they don't really, uh, fill in their backgrounds too much. Even the, even when they open up to each other, you still never really learn too much about who they are. Yeah. Um, the, and, and, and the, that, the stuff with the rush with, you don't ever see like necessarily Russians going after this thing at the same time there's not it's not that kind of movie it's the it's the idea that now there's a time limit on this thing it makes it kind of more tense um the i love in these in these movies the uh the european in these european crime movies the hideouts are always seem to be in this like old shitty house with this horrible wallpaper it's such a thing and somebody's usually like making coffee in one of those old percolators or 
cooking some kind of like eggs or something on the tiny yeah, what's stove. What's the guy that that uh, drove the the car and everything? He was like cooking eggs. Yeah, there's <laughs> was it, all of these a, movies have that shotgun with a pistol grip. <laughs> Um, and that guy's driving was so cool, man. Like the, said, I think they said that he asked in, it had to be in some scenes. I, I can't imagine it would be in all of them, but that he asked to be able to drive the car himself. Really? And Frankenheimer told him, okay, you can do it. But uh, on one condition, he goes, I don't want to see any brake lights. <laughs> nice. Um, that was, what was his name? Larry Skip Suduth. Yeah, he, he doesn't. Was, he doesn't uh, have much of a speaking role. He's 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 just the driver. Big kind of lovable lummox guy, like yeah. everybody. Larry. Uh, uh, he was in um, Heroes, I think. Okay. The t- um, the um, but yeah, the driving, like I said, just out of control. There's this one amazing like two seventy reverse spin move. This one Mercedes does. Um, the a uh, lot of handbrake. Uh, kind of yeah. drifting type stuff, which is really well. And, and cool. another thing, you get like uh, all the cars are like BMWs or Audis or yeah, yeah. which is kind of cool. Yeah, because you know, a lot of people don't think you know those cars. They always think of like you know American muscle cars and shit like that. But like you know some of those BMWs and shit, man, they're badass. Yeah, I'm looking at a. I'm 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 starting the research of uh, buying a car. And um, I don't want a BMW, but I'm kind of thinking of going Volkswagen again. I've driven a couple in my life, so back to Europe. I've been, I've, I've I hop back and forth. It's like I go Volkswagen, Honda, Volkswagen, Honda. So maybe it's time to go back to Volkswagen again. Um, but the oh, I like that the I thought of uh, Gentleman's Guide when they a car smashes through it's not just a fruit stand it is actually a, a well-rounded diet stand because it has fish and vegetables on it too well there's um, one thing i like about this movie man there, uh, you know in a lot of movies you get the close calls this movie has collateral damage with fucking <laughs> civilians oh yeah there's like blow, like fucking spraying machine guns at a cafe and shit you see like, them dropping yeah God, they don't care um i, I kind of would like to the, that whole thing, like, um, I feel like they've done a co- like comic book stories about this. The other side of it, like, you you know, usually with these stories, like this one, you get the guys shooting each other and blah blah blah. But like, I want to see like what's going on with on the news or the cops having to deal with it or like, yeah, you know, like what does it look like on the news? Like, oh, somebody shot up a cat, like. Think about what they would that say. Would look it was like. a terror. You know, nowadays they would say terrorist uh, with possible Al Qaeda ties. <laughs> yeah. Then that would give them a, a, a <laughs> you know, reason to up the budget. Yeah, and keep uh, yeah, and, and keep showing it on a twenty-four hour loop. Yeah. Scare um, me. But the let's see. Oh, uh, Skarsgård's glasses fall off. I, I noticed that goof. They fall off when he like stumbles down some steps, but then they're back on in the next at the next moment. Um. He was a, he was a cold blooded or a God, kind of cold, he was, like a robotic fucking dick man. He got he, his ass he, whipped pretty good. He pl- yeah, he did. He plays a, he plays a creep pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I love the uh, the uh, coffee cup thing. De Niro used the coffee cup on two people. He used the coffee cup on Sean Bean, yeah. where he set it close to him, and then made him bump into the hot coffee so he could, so he could get a, you know control of him. And then he knocked the coffee cup off of the ledge, and Skarsgård fucking oh yeah, with his like grabbed it superhuman reflexes. And when he did it, 
it was just like instinct. He did it. And then when he did it and De Niro said, nice reflexes, he was like, oh, yeah. Because he, he realized, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. He just you played know? a card, yeah. So now. Yeah, it shows that I'm a trained whatever, which they knew anyway, but yeah. maybe more trained than what they thought. Yeah, I thought, I love that. I love De Niro's character in this. He's so fucking cool. He's, I ambushed you with a fucking coffee cup. <laughs> <laughs> and his. his he doesn't fuck around with his weaponry either. Dude's like he's not just, he's not pistol guy. He's fucking like uh, bazookas and shit. Well, that's <laughs> what he said. He go, he said uh, whatever, whatever. It's like what do you say? It's a tool. It's a toolkit. Whatever you need yeah. is what you use. But um, I thought that I was kind of with Bean's character. I thought it was really interesting character because I, it made me wonder. Okay, is he just completely a pretender? Is he a former military guy who's got like PTSD that's going to be a liability. And then his eyes always kind of look glassy. Yeah. And I wondered if maybe he was a junkie. Like maybe if he was. Yeah. How, how did he get a pro- like. Uh, or maybe it, all of the above. How know? would he have even gotten approached? He had to have had some kind of past because he well, couldn't have just said, been some dude, you know? This was an interesting little tidbit. The, they, they talked about how she got a hold of everybody was through the man in the wheelchair. And they said that was, uh, that alluded to this character in the Jason Bourne books. Uh There was a guy in a wheelchair that was known to be the guy, the go-to guy to get, uh, mercenaries. Hmm. So I guess it was supposed to be like the same guy. So maybe he was, but like I said, maybe he was just a burnout fucking, uh, you know, loser. And they they just because I'm sure you know every guy if you were looking for a bunch of uh, mercenaries at that time you're not going to get the cream of the, uh, the cream of the crop like SAS Green Berets and Delta Force you're going to get like guys that are losers that just need money that yeah, you know maybe yeah. were in the army and got kicked out or something yeah so something like that maybe. the um and just to before I hand it over um this just to reiterate again the just how cool i thought the fucking car driving stunt work chase stuff was in this movie um i just i love it when directors stop the music entirely for car chases and all you Mm. hear is like the motors revving and the tires squealing um really funny moment when uh (laughs) uh de niro is driving and renault (laughs) renault like i i don't know if it was Right before something happened, basically they had to drive on the sidewalk and like turn left in front of all these cars or something. And like uh, Renault says, like, hey, man, and puts his seatbelt on. (laughs) 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 And that's pretty funny. But there's so many just like just these threading the needle moments with the cars and like De Niro's face, (laughs) De Niro's face a few times while he's driving. Uh, it it kind of reminded me of you while you're driving in heavy tra- traffic in Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> <laughs> he had that like face a few times. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. There's no. I mean, we had the the other day. I went out <laughs> yesterday. I, I I decided I was actually going to go somewhere. And uh, wow, in midday, and there's some there's traffic, but nothing compared to like in the big city like Charlotte or something like yeah. that. Um. The worst, you weren't even there. The worst was fucking when Justin and I were coming back from that fucking cookout in Charlotte in the middle of the night. And Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, I thought I was going to, I was having a nervous breakdown. It was like five lanes across. Everybody was going 100 miles an hour. And I'm like, in that little Jeep. <laughs> uh, 
And Justin's like talking to me. I'm like, please don't speak. Just stop for a minute, please. I'm dying here. <laughs> I about that. Um, I like um, the, the that the, when you know you throw a, a group of dudes together, um, and people kind of like pair off. Like mm-hmm. uh, Renault seemed like more of a uh, the nice guy. Like he actually goes up to De Niro and offers him a cigarette and stuff like that. I always like and him. They, like I can't think of much yeah, that I've good. seen. Like I like him in movies. He's good. The only thing I, that sucks now is I think, man, I wish I wish I could see him in more stuff. But he's starting to get you know you know, older or whatever. But he, he and, um, and De Niro kind of off the bat sort of have like a kind of a a friendly relationship. De Niro still doesn't give him a lot. Yeah. Cause he's trained to be that way. Like, you know, he asks him, you know, just simple questions and he'll kind of not be a dick, but he'll give him an answer. That's kind of like, doesn't give him shit like a little funny answer. God, He's been doing movies. Uh, Renault's been doing movies since 1978. He's, 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 he just has a good, um, you know, the only movie, well, you know, I was thinking about a movie where I saw him in, uh, he was in that one mission impossible movie and he played a dick. It might've been the first one. I think it was the first one. I should try to find some, uh, some of the Fr- I'm, I wonder how many French action movies he's been in. I mean, I know he kind of right. He had the what was the the one with the one that kind of made him big River. here. Um, something the Leon the Professional. Yeah, yeah. The did now did he ha- did he have a pretty strong working relationship with that with Luke Besson, the guy that directed that? Because maybe that might be a path to look down. I don't know how many they did together, but. Off the top of my head, I can't remember. Fifth Element. I'm just looking at yes. some of Luke Besson stuff. He wasn't. I don't know. I don't know if he was in that. I'm just looking at. He was no director. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry. But um, let me try some other stuff. Um, the one scene where they 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 well, first of all, um, what's her name? What her name in the movie? Deidre. Mm-hmm. Um, she like. Once is like takes control of everything when they're in their little uh, safe house or or whatever at the beginning the little warehouse thing, and De Niro just keeps endlessly uh, asking her questions and she's she she starts getting annoyed like she just rolls her eyes he just he asks her like over and over you know what's in the case and uh, yeah. you know well how many people are there going to be how many cars how many this how many that and she says you know you'll know when I know and he still asks her questions and and um, then. Um, when they go on that first uh, little mission to get the, the their guns and everything, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, because it shows like little things, like when um, Larry, the guy that's driving the car, he starts to light a cigarette, and De Niro's like, you know, don't do that. And Bean, you know, it, it doesn't need, need to be said, but Bean's trying to show that he knows, you know, and he's like, bad for the night vision, eh? You mm-hmm. know, and so just little things like that, little little bits and pieces of of the craft, trade craft or whatever. Here's a really um, old one called uh, the Blast Battle. In the post-apocalyptic future, only a few humans are left. No one is able to speak. The film contains no dialogue. It's Luc Besson, and it has Jean Reno in it. I know there was one where he played like a knight that that uh, I don't know if he went to the future or something. I can't remember hmm. shit, but um. Then those guys that brought the guns, 
I guess it was showing that in that world that people that you deal with are generally going to be fucking scumbags. DTA, man. Because, yeah, exactly. Because, they, they, you know, they, they they pull up and they're like, uh, well, uh, yeah, we where's all the guns? They're, they're not all here. And the one guy's like, oh. Oh, they're, they're down that tunnel over there. Yeah, just yeah, walk down there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even the way the guy says it, it's like, uh, oh, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. No, they're, 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 here they come. Yeah, just go, go in there. Go in there, you know. <laughs> And so that was kind of cool, and um, they had some good shootouts. That was a good shootout there, uh, and um, I uh, the 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 um, beans character in that. It's like he picks like everybody else has a pistol, and he picks like a machine gun, which came <laughs> in handy because he was like laying down some fucking brutal shit on those guys. But and you thought and that that. Um, even like hit, hit, when he gets in the car, he's like, "Job well done. We got the money, got the guns. Job well done." <laughs> but then after he kind of the adrenaline goes off or whatever. Now that's why I wondered if maybe he was a junkie or what, because he's like, he was all excited, and then two seconds later he's like, "Pull over the car, pull the car over." Yeah, he pukes his guts out. Yeah. So maybe it was just you know fear. Or what? But uh, I started thinking maybe you know because I just thought his eyes looked really glassy for some. Maybe it was yeah, he just was me. a mess. He was yeah a mess. yeah. He just looked he looked like a, a junkie almost to me. Yeah. Um. The um, I'm trying to think. The, there was some real. I mean, everybody in it that had anything to do with the case was uh, a badass scumbag. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, even the the uh, when they were in that uh, it looked like a coliseum or something. Yeah, and um, the one guys recognized um, uh, what's his face Jean Reno's character Vincent. That the, they had the guns on and they were like, "Where do I know you?" Or he goes, "I know you from somewhere." And and uh, Reno responds like he remembered where they remembered him from. So they all they were like whether they were special ops guys or whether they were like mafia guys mm-hmm. or whatever you know this is this would be one of those movies where you want more answers yep, like to yep. who everybody is like if they did like a graphic novel or something but it's cool that they shot it and you don't get all the answers yeah there's i mean you get this is uh it's an action movie i mean it's that's it's that's what it is at its core but it doesn't need to spend a lot of time kind of getting to know people because that's not really the point. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's even like the, the the whole MacGuffin thing of the case. That was I don't know if Orson. I'm sure it was done before, but I just remember them saying like Orson Welles or somebody like that having a a um a central thing that everybody's after. But they never show what it is. It's the same thing. I mean, Quentin Tarantino, of course, you know, he steals or borrows yeah. all kinds of shit. Like Pulp Fiction, where they would open up the case and the, the glowing light would come out, but you never knew what it was. Yeah. And that's sort of the way this was. Now, I think I, for some reason, was thinking that I had read somewhere because, of course, since they never showed what it was, everybody on the internet and everybody's always like, I wonder what it was. I wonder what it was. That somebody, that, either someone that was involved with the writing of it or something, it was like a, I don't know if it was like a suit or suitcase nuke or something like that. I, or I, I'm not sure. Oh, like uh, what was that? What was that other one? We did another one like that where, uh, where the thing from Pulp Fiction maybe even got its 
uh, its theme from the um, that that weird uh, film noir we did. With well, the wasn't, the, wasn't the one? Uh, what was that? How about the um, last kit? No, la- um, I'm thinking of the Emilio Estevez one, Repo Man. Remember uh, that yeah, too? Yeah, yeah. In the <laughs> trunk of the car. It, it was wasn't. Like, God, what was the name of that one we did? Kiss, kiss me goodnight, or the one with uh, the Mickey Spillane one with yeah. my hammer. Yeah, kiss me deadly. Kiss me deadly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, we're smart. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of. Um, the when De Niro gets shot, that was just kind of like oh, an. Oh my god, I went so hard at that. Yeah. Oh. It was cool though because it wasn't like he didn't just get shot. It was just like the the bullet just it was a happenstance. The bullet ricocheted off of the fucking wall mm-hmm. and hit him in the side. I, I um, looked it up. Uh, Teflon coating on bullets does not help it to pass through body armor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it's kind of cool. That it is illegal thing. to do, though. Yeah. Um, let me think. I, uh, the, the, the brutality. I mean, like I said, even though these people are total dicks, and you know that Stellan Skarsgård's character is a fucking... I think he was supposed to be a an East German... Uh, like... Um, a holdover, uh, yeah. Yeah, like a you know, uh, CIA kind of guy. They didn't have KGB. I can't remember what they were called, but he was, he was like one of those guys. So you knew he was a shit, and he was a piece of shit, and he was probably like a you know a total scumbag. But when um, um, fucking Jonathan Price had him like tied to a chair and was just fucking punching him in the oh. face as hard as he could, that was brutal. It was yeah. like God damn. But I mean, that's the the life that they lived, and even the part where. Um, he was in the car with that um, really scumbag guy who I have seen in. in oh, uh, at the playground. Yeah, at the playground. That Jesus. guy. I, know, I have seen that guy in some Italian, um, uh, like uh, mafia crime movies. Maybe mm-hmm. a spaghetti western too. I can't hmm. remember what his name is though now. But yeah, what what uh, it just showed you. What kind of a person that scumbag he was? Yeah, yeah, but it, but no more or less a scumbag than anybody else in the movie, except maybe Sam. And well, you know, Renault was a pretty sympathetic character, and Sam was a pretty sympathetic. Yeah, character. yeah. But like Deidre was a fucking cunt. <laughs> she was. She was a yeah. Person. And Spence and was a mess. Uh, the the Jean Pierre guy that has they that they had he has the Ronan conversation with he yeah. he's he's not he's all right. Well, yeah, he was probably a total piece of shit too, <laughs> uh, or he wouldn't be in that world. Right, it's like right. In the movie, I don't know if he played the character or if it was somebody else in the movie um, with Eric Bana about the Mossad tracking down the terrorists from the Olympics. Hmm. Um. There was a guy like that, and he was a, almost like a grandfatherly sort of character. God, I need to see that again, too. Took Munich Eric Bana in and was helping him and everything. But in the end, he was a total piece of shit, you know. <laughs> he, was a, he used his charm and his grandfather-like uh, uh, je ne sais quoi mm-hmm. to, to have you drop your guard. I thought that it was kind of douchey, but I guess that's the man's penis uh, t- Ron Jeremy was in this. This is Ron Jeremy as fishmonger 
in deleted scenes. <laughs> That's weird. I mean, it was deleted, but still, they threw Ron Jeremy in there. Jesus. <laughs> That's funny. Never do that. You learn something every day. Um, but the, the, that oh fuck what was that? What, the, the when uh, Sam uh, and I like they called him Sam, like as you know, Sam. Uncle Sam. You know, he's a, you, the U.S. guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that he. No matter what that fucking Deidre, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I don't want to give anything away, but yeah, it's like, dude, you know, you're supposed to be this fucking, uh... <laughs> but you know, even he... t- taking that with the movie, the other movie that we, that we just reviewed, um, the, the man woman thing caused, uh, Skellen to hesitate with her. Uh, lesson learned. Judy Davis in that because when the Hulk punch machine gun fire, <laughs> it should have been from him because he was a trained guy and he should have, without thinking, you know, should have yep. did his job. Yep. But he hesitated. And the same thing with this. It's like she was responsible. Well, in in a way, she didn't kill Larry. Well, I just gave some. Sorry. <laughs> You know, but she was a she was a piece of shit, and he and even in a prior scene, a previous scene, he had her again, and she just looked at him and goes, "You can't do it, can't you know?" Like because yeah. what? Because they kissed in the fucking car. But I can see that happening, you know. It, but that added a little bit more to it. He had a, you know, he had, of course he was American, so he had a heart. Hey, the power yeah. of the boobs is strong. Yeah. But I mean, I'm telling you what, I would have bought her another pair of pants. Oh, well, Natasha, upgrade your jeans. <laughs> they just had little clever things, and it was mostly De Niro's stuff because he was so. I think the other guys were like. With the exception of Gregor, the other guys were less uh, trained in, like I said, the tradecraft of of spies and things like that. The little things like when he was taking pictures yeah. at the hotel, kind of incognito. And that, was a, the, that was a neat little scene, too. The metal thing up against the, the stanchion thing up against the thing so it would fall. A lot of, a lot of like him the, kind of setting up uh, real quick thinking – and yeah. setting up moments to judge reactions of people, and it was just stuff that he knew from experience. Yeah. Whereas I think, like I, like the the guy Larry was probably a, a, a sort of a low budget criminal who could drive. Jean Reno's character was like a like a probably more in the criminal underworld that could get anything, and but they were all kind of. Um, uh, to somebody as trained and as experienced as De Niro, he, they were all, you know, much lesser. He could he could figure them out. He'd probably seen guys like them a million times over and knew little things that they wouldn't even think of on how to do. Yeah, yeah. Set them up and, like you said, have them expose weaknesses in themselves and shit. So it was cool. Yeah. Love this movie. Let's rate it. Um, I give this 8.75. I liked it a lot. I give it a nine. Nine, love, yeah, great little movie. I, I'm, I'm uh, I mean, I don't know that it's that little, but not seeing it. What? Are you ashamed that you haven't seen? Yeah, this? yeah, French yeah. Connection 2. <laughs> so now I've given myself homework. I need to see French Connection Two, 
another Frankenheimer. I'm going to see if I can track down this early Luc Besson movie with the post-apocalyptic thing. And I need to rewatch Munich. <laughs> yeah, Munich. I yeah. thought Munich was a good movie. Yeah. And, you know, that's the first movie I think I saw Daniel Craig in, and I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I think it was, too, for me, too, because he was the driver or something in that movie. He so. all the time. I was yeah, like, who's this dude? Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, eight point no, eight point seven five and a nine. I almost said eight point five. Uh, good, good movie. Uh, thank you, Davy Mac, for the recommendations. We don't have any uh, feet sacks this week. Wait a minute, I have some feedback. What's that? Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but you can always send us farts and such to two zero six three three nine sixteen hundred. Maybe I do have a, an email here. Let me see if I can play this. Let me see what this is. Uh. <laughs> there we go. Um, 206-339-1600 or silvagoldpodcast at gmail.com. Our show is on iTunes and Stitcher and silvaandgold.com. And we have a Facebook group that some people post in, but most don't at facebook.com slash groups slash Silva and Gold. So you can find us there. Um, I have an idea what I'm covering next week, but I'll just post it on the group. Um, so just keep an eye out there if you'd like to uh, keep up with us. And, Kung Fu uh, Killer? Trying to. Kung Fu Killer for will be soon, but this okay. is actually. Uh, I want to cover one that Will wanted us to do that looks really bad. So. Oh, God. <laughs> already, no Kung Fu Killer. Wait, right, no. uh, Kung Fu Killer is coming soon, or something Donnie Yen at least is coming soon. So. Okay. Unless you want to pick it. If you want to pick that, yeah, we'll do that too. But uh, I got my pick set for next week, but I'll, put us, I'll post it on the group. And, um, we can do Kung Fu Killer. Yeah, okay. So Why I guess not? we can go ahead and call it. It's, uh, we're gonna do, next week we'll do Kung Fu Killer, uh, the Donnie Yen movie. And um, I kind of wanted to see Dragon with it. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, or Wuxia is what it's also called. Um, and I've just forgotten the name of the other one. It's called Double Down from 2005. Um, Will said it's pretty amazing, so that probably means it's terrible. <laughs> not the not a judgment of Will's taste, but when immediate when he immediately says this is amazing, Silva and Gold should review this. I'm going to assume it's terrible. <laughs> you know, you probably like it, and I'll fucking hate it. Yeah, that's what I. It's this is it, me. just the 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 brief screenshots that I've seen. It's screaming a zom too already. So. <laughs> But maybe it'll it'll hit you like a Sedaris or something. Maybe it'll you'll catch you at the right time. Yeah, you never know. It's got. Does it have Ron Moss in it? I like <laughs> no, no, unfortunately not. Shit. Uh, so double down and uh, maybe Kung Fu Killer, maybe another Donnie Yen. We'll see. I think Kung Fu Killer, but um, that'll be soon. Uh, Zom, do you have anything else? I gotta go to the bathroom. Me too. I'm like I'm like pinching here. I'm a. Uh, no, all right. Uh, until next that. time. <laughs> 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 when you sleep that long, it's like all the food that you've been eating is just laying in there. There's no gravity to, to pull it down. Now the gravity is starting to pull. Yeah, yeah. Pull hard. Uh, all right. Until oh. next time. <laughs> <laughs> this is Loaf Oot. Zaw. Bye-bye. Oh.